0: We are Chris and Elizabeth servant, middle school sweethearts who have literally grown up together. We have been through the many highs and lows of marriage, parenting, friendship, and faith over the years. And through it all, we believe we are better together.
1: We created the Look Up Collective podcast to provide simple, actionable, and encouraging conversations that help you become rooted in what matters so you can look up and serve others around you. If you are someone who wants to make the most of this one life we have been given and are looking to be more intentional in the ways you see and show up for the people in your life, then you are in the right place. Let's dive in.
0: Welcome back to the Look Up Collective podcast. We are so thankful for you being here today for giving us some of your time. If you haven't heard, we recently launched our coaching community called the Look Up Collective. We are loving it in there. We knew when we were meeting for months, creating this thing, even Elizabeth and I dreaming of it for years, that it was going to be special, that it was going to help people, that it was going to serve them, that so many people are going to see changes in their life. But we didn't realize that there was already going to be so much change so quickly. We Mm -hmm. are hearing so many amazing comments and stories and just beautiful things from people in the group. And we've only been doing this for a week and a half. So we would love for you to also join. We believe that our community is only going to get more valuable. Mm -hmm. In several different ways, it's only going to be get more valuable because we're going to be adding content every single month. We're going to have a focus that we look at each month that we can help a mom, a woman that is feeling chaos in her life, that is feeling stressed in her life, that is feeling overwhelmed in her life. It's not going to be perfect, but that she can lay her head down at night and say, wow, like my life is is actually more peaceful. My life is actually a lot more calm and I'm going to bed tonight really just loving the life that I get to live. Mm-hmm. And and we would love to have you there because that's why it gets more valuable is that it's going to build content. But the more people that are surrounded with this purpose of wanting these things to happen in their life as in the community, the more valuable it's going to be. So we believe that if you're there, it's going to be more valuable. It's going to help and serve more people and we can't wait to welcome you into the community. So the link will be in the show notes. We are just loving our time that we're having there.
1: Yes. We're helping women declutter the mind mess, develop sustainable rhythms, and celebrate who in their life is going to impact. And so it's so good. Yeah. Learn. So
0: we definitely want you to join. You can try it out for seven days And just see if it's something that you might love. But I know when you get in there, you're just going to have the best time. It's so, so great.
1: Yes, 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 yes.
0: Today's episode is going to be so much fun, okay? This week is my favorite week of the entire year. (laughs) We actually celebrated my favorite day of the entire year yesterday. No, it was not my birthday no, it was not one of my kids' birthdays, which I love all of those things. Yesterday was Elizabeth servant this beautiful gal right here. Her birthday yesterday. It's my favorite day of the year, and we got to celebrate her. She is a joy to celebrate. She is mm, she's just amazing. So today's episode, what we wanted to do was have a special birthday episode. One of our most listened to episodes that we have is actually the hot seat Q&A that we did a few weeks back where I just like asked Elizabeth three questions and she just spat out the answers in a beautiful, (laughs) eloquent, super helpful way. And that's what we're going to do today, but we're going to do a birthday edition. So here we go. Buckle up. Three questions for my amazing, beautiful wife today. Number one, Elizabeth, what was your most memorable birthday?
1: Mm, That's a good question. So Three birthdays pop to mind immediately, and I'm just going to hit all of them very quickly. As my ninth birthday, it was when I was obsessed with Tweety Bird. Like, isn't that so funny? Like, Tweety Bird. And so I had this really big um, party sleepover, and the biggest part that I remember is that my mom had this big scavenger hunt planned, and it was such a big group. There was, I, I'm telling you, I don't know how they we did it. It was like 20 Girls like crazy. My mom was like, "Whoa!" I'm thinking, what? What was she thinking? But we broke up into three different groups, and mind you, this was before cell phones, this is before digital cameras, all of that. And so she had this really fun scavenger list planned out, and we went around. We were living on the Navy base housing at the time. My dad was in the Navy, and so we literally went on this really fun scavenger hunt and one of the main things that i remember was that we had to find a dalmatian and i remember one group bringing back a real dalmatian like someone they found on the walk to bring back and it was just so fun and i have these videos i don't know where they are of all of us lined up like Three at the top, three at the middle and bottom, like probably all sitting on like a piano bench or something. And we were all singing like these fun songs. I can't even remember what they were, but like it was such an impactful birthday and I was only nine and it was really fun.
0: Yeah, the, the funny thing about that to me is, is how times have changed. The yeah. fact that... I could just see these kids walking with this Dalmatian on a leash so that they could win the scavenger hunt. If I had someone come to my door asking me to borrow my dog for a scavenger hunt, <laughs> I probably wouldn't trust them. I would be like, you're not taking the my dog Just They anyway. came back with us, Maybe they okay? came back
1: like, with them. Because we can, found
0: them on the wall. That's super fun and hilarious to me, <laughs> just like, you know, a Dalmatian. Like Maybe people were like the parent who invented, like did your mom come up with that scavenger hunt? She might've been like thinking about like a picture or I don't know because we didn't have the 101 Dalmatians, but someone comes back with a real live Dalmatian. (laughs) And we didn't
1: have the internet to come up with like Pinterest, you know, the greatest scavenger hunt of all time. Like my mom had to just bust that thing out on her own. And I look back, I'm like, that was amazing. Good job, (laughs) honey. Holden. Good
0: job. So you were going to say, talk about a couple more memorable um, birthdays.
1: 13 was a big one because we like to celebrate golden birthdays around here and that just means you celebrate big on the date of your birthday. Basically, I was born on 13th. So oh. turning 13 is was my golden birthday. And a lot of my family lives in South Louisiana. And we were there doing something. It was around my birthday. It wasn't on my birthday. And they told me to come over to my grandmother's church. And when I opened the door all like just like a ton of people were there and they had surprised me for this birthday. I was so taken back. Like I was not prepared for it at all. I don't even think I was dressed right for that. (laughs) Thanks mom. And and it was just so sweet. Like all of like my uh, long distance family was there and celebrated me at 13 and it was just a sweet party. And then obviously as I get older, thirty was a really impactful birthday. Turning thirty, I fully embraced it and our family like surprised me with like a little surprise party. And the when it comes to surprise parties, the I think the most special thing to me is the people who come and like make the time and effort to come and celebrate you. And so like I had family who had traveled to come to celebrate me and it was so sweet and my mom made as you can tell my mom's like a really big celebrator because all the fun things i've talked about she did and she really i love that they all embrace who i am like it was a lot of florals and like had this flower crown like i love like simple things like that and it was just like a really fun party and my mom well also what was so memorable about it is that she took pictures from my growing up at every stage and put them like and made what do you call those like
0: oh the like the masks yeah like yeah what what she had your picture on popsicle sticks Yeah,
1: yeah and it was so cool seeing me at different stages and different ages and how much my kids looked like me at different stages and we still have those and my kids loved them they were such a hit to see me at all the different ages and how i changed and and grew up, and so that was, like, such such a fun birthday, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so
0: we would love to hear from you. What was your most memorable birthday? Okay, tell us. We want to just hear your amazing, beautiful stories. If you don't know anything about us around here, is we love stories. We love to hear them. We love to tell them. We just love stories, and so please, 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 if you have a memorable birthday, which I think you should definitely remember one, So those were some fun birthdays. I only got to make one of those, unfortunately. (laughs) But thanks for telling me so I could live them (laughs) out, you know, through hearing about them. Anyways, second question is, we love to think about this question. What is a lesson that you learned over the past year?
1: Mm, That is a really (laughs) great question. So a lot of you who follow us on Instagram have kind of come along the ride for my journey in the past year, past couple years, but even more so this year. A lot of it I have not shared, but some of it I have. And I have become well acquainted with discomfort. Discomfort in my body and like physically a lot. And also discomfort emotionally, spiritually, like pretty much everything. I am like literally embraced discomfort this year. But it's shown me that discomfort is the breeding ground for growth and meaningful purpose and that truly everything that happens in my life is for my good and for the good of others and the glory of God. Like I can't think of anything that's been hard or really uncomfortable that hasn't grown me, that hasn't that stretching, like it's just truly one of the greatest gifts. We avoid it so much. We live in this avoidance of suffering and discomfort and anything that is hard. Like it's, it's a cultural thing that we do. No one likes that. We're actually wired to avoid pain and to seek pleasure and conserve energy. So of course, we're going to try to avoid it. But what I've learned is, is actually just allowing it and embracing it and how much it can teach me. And it gives me so much perspective for what's going on, that nothing has gone wrong and everything is going to be used. Everything's rigged in my favor and that this pain is going to be used for purpose. And it makes my life so much more enjoyable when I see it that way. When I live in frustration And disappointment, it leaves me stuck and not moving forward in motion. And so I'm incredibly thankful for what this past year has taught me. Like it's truly been one of the hardest years of my life, but it has taught me so much that I would say it was a wonderful year, even in the midst of the pain. It's been a great, great year because not only that, through a lot of it, it has birthed so much goodness for others. Like it's grown so much empathy inside of me and it's going to literally help so many other people from what I have gone through. And I am just, I'm grateful for it. I, I say, thank you. I thank you. And, um, am I ready to move forward? Yes. And I think that that is happening. I I've been in a healing season for sure. And I'm literally still in that healing season and I will continue To walk in that but I'm so thankful the good the bad and the messy in between because honestly I've learned that it's all good it's all good
0: yeah as someone who has really been able to take a front row seat of seeing you over the past year and over the past 15 almost 22 years we have known each other now but we'll be married for 15 years this year and just to see the struggle that you've gone through, but then the mindset that you've been able to have around it has just been so encouraging to me. It's been so challenging to me as well. It's been so helpful as I've been able to see the growth. To be able to see how last year the response would not have been the same because mm. we've been through a lot of difficult things, right? And that might, I'm not saying that you are a a less than person several years ago, mm-hmm. right? To see the growth that has happened has been so encouraging to me, but the way that you've been able to show up throughout it for our kids, for me, for our, in our business, for the people in our lives, that there's there's so many people that, that wouldn't even know that you've been struggling. And that's just, it's just been been incredibly encouraging to me for sure.
1: Thank you. Really appreciate that it's honestly come from the renewing of my mind and that's why i take that passage in scripture so like seriously and it's like a life verse for me because i have realized there's a lot of things out of my control when suffering and external factors come in and circumstances that i just literally can't control I can only control my thoughts and my mindset and my feelings about those things and so that's what's been so life-changing for me is the help that I've gotten through coaching that has helped me to take my thoughts captive and to truly be transformed by the renewing of my mind and it's been the biggest game changer and that's what's helped me through so much physical mental suffering like it, it has helped me so much
0: thank you so much for sharing that i am glad that you have learned that lesson i'm glad that you have then taught it to me and to so many other people and you will continue to do that as well the the beautiful thing is is the thought that we like to talk about a lot is this will be used and how that is that is such a beautiful thing to remember during the good and the bad, right? Mm -hmm. Like this will be used in my life. And so thank you for exemplifying. And
1: and one thing too, that I want to say that we talked a lot in our coaching program this week and some of our training and just kind of talking with our members is this idea that we have to practice before we're put in the situation. So I practice a lot of thoughts before the crisis hits mm. because when we are in that fight or flight or we're in putting a position that we're just going to react in, like literally we've done a episode on being proactive versus reactive because life is going to continually throw us stuff. Like that's not going away. Like that's never going to stop is circumstances, hard, difficult, challenging circumstances. So I practice daily my thoughts that i want to think a lot of times i had a client that was talking about how she was struggling to think of a new thought in the middle of the 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 crisis and of course that is very difficult to think of it but when we practice and are proactive beforehand that is when it becomes a part of us it becomes a part of us we practice this thought that is rigged in my favor it's rigged in my favor. This will be used. This will be used. Nothing has gone wrong. Nothing has gone wrong. We've said it over and over and over again that it is become ingrained into our brain. It's a rhythm. And so when the car breaks down, when you run out of gas, when the kid's screaming or puking or whatever it is, or just after school is really difficult after a long day, that is when those thoughts serve us because we have allowed them to be ingrained in us, that we're looking for a way to use that thought because we've created a new pathway in our brain. And and so practicing before is super, super helpful. It's just like pro athletes or pro musicians, all of it, all of what they do is muscle memory. They know what to do when they get on the field. They know what to do when they're on the floor in that gymnastics routine or when they're playing the piano, because they've put in the hours of practice. And it's the same for our thoughts. When we are looking for the good, when we're practicing thoughts that serve us, they're going to serve us when we need them to, because we have put in that time and effort.
0: So again, thank you so much for sharing what you've learned in the past year. So last and final question, in the year to come, what is something that matters to you that you're going to prioritize? You're 34. When you look back, you're going to say, man, I prioritize this because it really mattered to me.
1: Okay, so I have one like bigger one and one like that's like kind of smaller. And you're like, wow, she's like really thinking about the little things. So a bigger one is movement. I think movement is a ebb and flow, man. It just comes in and out. It's hard to stay super consistent with Movement. I'm the first to tell you. I'm also the girl that says she was allergic to exercise for years because of a thought that I allowed to take root in my brain. I heard someone say, I'm allergic to exercise. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. That's me. And so I allowed that to dictate a lot of how I saw movement. And now I am wanting my habits to match my vision for my life. So when I think forward, like I want to be an active mom and grandmother who can like be at all the things and pick up her grandkids and be just active in life. And that doesn't happen by accident. <laughs> and so sometimes we have these ideas of what we envision ourselves looking like or being like or doing in the future, but then our actions and our habits don't actually match up and reflect that. And so I've been in a lull in the past couple of months of like, of course, I take walks and things like that, but not working out like I was and like moving my body like I was. And it is such an important priority for me. It's for my mental health, for like movement for me is medicine. And so for me to show up and serve my family sustainably for years and years and years to stay healthy, to protect my body and mind and heart and soul, it is so important, so I have to think through the future and walk backwards from there, like start from the end in mind. And so, absolutely, movement is a priority for me this year. And then another small one is literally just getting my pictures into chat books. Like I have gone pretty much my whole kid's childhood very overwhelmed with that, but it was very, it's very important to me. Like, I, like. We have pictures everywhere like on external hard drives and computers, and it's always in the back of my brain that they're there and not in chat books. Like my kids love Time Hop; they ask every single day to look at Time Hop. It is so important to them; like they love it so much to look at pictures over the years. It's like a rhythm, a habit that they do every single day.
0: They are obsessed with it. I think they like the pictures, but I think they also are very motivated by that streak. They don't want that streak to be broken <laughs> that comes up. It's like what? Like two years straight or something they, like that. They, so love, they love the, the pictures, but no. the, streak, the streak
1: keeps, it doesn't even work <laughs> because even when they miss days, it still gives them a the streak. streak. Anyways, it is just so important to me. I've told Chris so many times, I want to do this. I'm tired of saying it. I want to make it happen because it matters to me. And we make the things that matter most to us happen. And so just like moving my body and showing up healthy for my family is important to me, this is the way to match that importance is by moving my body. And pictures, I want to have pictures inside of something and not just on a computer. And so that is something that I am prioritizing this year.
0: He would love for you to also do that. Like even even if you don't even tell us, if you don't share it, maybe like this after this episode or maybe tomorrow morning when you wake up and you're journaling and things like that, maybe you could think and answer these three questions for yourself. What was a memorable birthday that you have? Because I guarantee you when you start thinking about that, you're going to be filled with gratitude. You're going to think about the people that were there. You're going to think about the the mom or the dad who put the party on. You're going to mm-hmm. think about those things and you're going to be like, dang I have a good life like I am so thankful for those people so you're gonna be filled with gratitude. Second ask yourself that question what's a lesson that I've learned in the past year? I have something very very encouraging for you today that you that might be just world shattering to you We don't have to wait till January 1st to think about the past year. Mm-hmm. And we also don't have to wait until January 1st to think about the year ahead. Like, you can literally do that at any time. You can check in with yourself. You can Mm -hmm. see, like, how has this past year been going? How has the last 90 days been going? What goals do I have? What do I want to make happen that matters to me in my life over the next week, over the next month, over the next year, whatever that is? We can do that in October. We can do that in September. We can do that in the middle of the summer. And so I would encourage you to to ask yourself those questions. What's something that I've learned in the past year? And what's something that matters to me that I want to make happen in the next year? Like, I just want to look back on the last half of 2022 and I want to say,
1: man, I made this happen at that time. Yeah. So, And if you don't know what matters to you and you're struggling to define what matters to you, go ahead and just jump and look up collective. OK, that's what we're discussing this month is defining what matters most to us and our families. And a lot of women are struggle with just figuring out what matters to them. A lot of times it's what should what they think should matter to them instead of what actually does because we're all passionate and wired and have different skill sets and gifts and so it is freeing this is why we say more rooted in what matters to us individually collectively and our families it frees us up to look up and serve the people in our life who we are meant to serve so if that is a question that kind of like raises an eyebrow and you get you get really curious and you're like, hmm, I'm not actually sure what matters to me. I know what I've thought mattered to me or what I've been told should matter to me, but I don't really know what matters to me. Go ahead and jump in there because that is what we're, for. we're in there. We're all in this together and we're learning and growing and doing the good heart work. And so can't wait to see you in there.
0: Can't wait to see you in the Look Up Collective. So that's all that we have for today. Hopefully that was an encouraging thing to you. We would love to hear from you on Instagram as you answer these three questions. We cannot wait to see you next week. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Keep looking for the good. It's always there.